Hello everybody, I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies. I don't know what I'm doing today. Something different here. Come on. For an intro. We I watch like all it. the action movies. We put them on a great big list. We rank every action movie we watch, and we're making a huge list out of it. you got to check that out on Letterboxd. But yeah, we're Action Action. I'm Dustin, and I'm joined by my co-host, James. Yeah! <laughs> we got the energy today. And uh, John is still dead, and uh, we're a part of the BFOP network, so make sure you go on there, check out the other shows. There's a lot of awesome content coming out from all the boys, and uh, yeah, but today we're going to get into a new movie. We haven't done too many new movies this year. No. It's a newer movie called Sisu, but uh, before we get into that, I think we got to do a little sink or swim, seek or destroy, or even before that, how you been, man? Been a couple weeks since I saw you. I've been good. Uh, you know, um, we're kind of doubling up recording today, so we'll see how that goes. Because um, yeah. <laughs> you canceled on me Sorry last about that. week. Sorry about that. Uh, it's okay. You <laughs> just go with the flow. Uh, I've been good. You know, the weather's been good. Uh, been getting in that pool. Oh, Strata. yeah, you got the pool open. Fucking using that thing every day. So <laughs> Nice. It's great. Um, yeah. You know, overall, feeling good. No one's broken any beer bottles in it yet? <laughs> no, not like yet. Thank, <laughs> thankfully. There's no fucking needles in there or anything <laughs> oh, like Jesus. that. Um, no, it's been good. I've been good, you know, getting into the busy time for work, so not looking forward to that. But other than that, mm-hmm. it's been good. Nice. Well, tell me, what have you been watching? What's a seek? What's a destroy? Um, Let's see. I finished Barry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did I talk about that last time? We talked about Barry, but you hadn't finished it at the time. Right. So I finally finished it. Um, yeah. I <laughs> I think I made the mistake of not watching it and then binging it. So Right. It kind of all bleeds together. It, it just bleeds together. But uh, I would say... I quite enjoyed Barry overall. Mm-hmm. I, I I did really like the last season, um, knowing that like Bill Hader uh, directed them all too. Yeah, yeah. Like it's very like uh, there's certain scenes where I find I'm like oh okay like a little little artist uh, <laughs> yeah got yeah. a little uh, trying a little something here like I like it. Um, I'd like to see him do some movies. That'd be nice. I yeah, I'd love to see him. I I'm so excited. I like as soon as I finished watching the show, I'm like, what is he working on? Because right. I want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I quite in lo- I quite liked it. Uh, I'm totally good. I like the way it ended. 
Yeah. I think it was kind of like, I don't know what more you could ask for. Just kind of makes sense. There were some directions they went in in the last season that I didn't love, or at least was kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this. Right. Um, I did like the way that it like ended, ended like yeah. the very end. I liked how it ended, ended. I was a little thrown off where all of a sudden an episode starts where he has a kid and I'm like, what the? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And I honestly thought, Oh, interesting. This is like a cool episode where it's like, this what is if, what, what if, what <laughs> if, what could be. And then I just so happened to watch that episode and then talk to John and John's like, Oh no. That's not what if that's, that's happening. That's a jump, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? One of those time jumps, yeah. Yeah, so that kind of threw me off. I didn't really like that necessarily, mm-hmm. but I did like the way it ended. So, yeah. so it wrapped up nicely. Overall, pretty great show. Uh, and I fucking love the Raven. Yeah, <laughs> the Raven is Fuchs. Like, yeah, he should just have his own show. <laughs> it's spinoff. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, what a weird character! He like all he always all over the place with what he wanted to do and who he was loyal to and what like. I just loved how he constantly, <laughs> this like, uh, you know, a wife in a cabin with goats. <laughs> it like kept popping yeah, up. Yeah. Like, just take this life. Here you go, <laughs> and he just. Kept on throwing it away. Yeah. Can't, can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. So, uh, so yeah, I watched that. And and then I watched um, Raya and the Last Dragon, I think oh, it's yeah, called. Oh, yeah, Disney yeah. movie, yeah. Yeah, so seen it before, but my kids, you know, came time to pick and they wanted to watch it, which usually they... They don't like to watch rewatch movies. Yeah, they're not big on repeating. But they wanted to watch this, so we watched it. And you know what? It's it's a nice story. It's yeah, it's good. It looked cool, like animation and stuff. When I remember seeing ads for it. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's a good family movie. You know, it's nothing like amazing, nothing bad. It's just yeah, it's good. So that's (laughs) that's about it. That's it. No destroys. No destroys. No. Sorry. Okay. Well, let's see what I got here. Uh, I watched a movie called Walking the Edge, 80, 1985, with Robert Forster. Um, this is a, this is a kind of, uh, I don't know, It's it feels kind of grindhouse-y, even though it's not like super, uh, super violent or anything like that, or super sexual. It's got a little of both of those things, but it's not like... Uh, I don't know. It's not like Deadbeat at Dawn or something like that. It's nothing excessive. But it's a good story. Um, he's like a cab driver, and he's helping this woman who's on the run from some gangsters, and he gets kind of caught up in it. Um, and he's kind of this nice guy, kind of a little bit wimpy, and then this sort of pushes him to go, you know, to become more, like, assertive and stuff, and he okay, he, he gets involved in this whole thing. Uh, it probably would be just like, eh, but it's Robert, like the Robert Forster performance is really good. Uh, really like him, and he was in a lot of these kind of cheaper movies at this time of his career that he really elevated. Like Alligator is another one that uh, the guys at Podcasting After Dark just did that movie not too long ago, uh, where you know it's, it's like a B movie schlock about a fucking alligator in the sewers like attacking people. But Robert Forster is so good in it that it like really brings the movie up, and he, it's the same with this Walking the Edge. Uh, the action kind of is saved mostly for the end of the movie, but uh, I quite enjoyed it. Not not a not a 
classic, this, but I really like it. Is this like a Tubi special? Or? Uh, I don't think it is on Tubi, actually. But uh, there's a Blu-ray that came out recently. Um, so it's out there. Uh, You're not keeping up with your letterbox, they see. I, I'm so behind on reviews, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then I did a Treat Williams double feature. We're a little behind the times here because we're recording later than we normally would have. But the uh, character actor Treat Williams passed away a little while back. And so I did a double feature of his. Uh, I did Prince of the City and Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. Uh, Prince of the City I had never seen, and I saw some people talking about it after he passed away and saying, oh, this is a great movie. And I was like, well, what the fuck? I've never even heard of this movie. And it's directed by Sidney Lumet, who's a great director, and uh, has Jerry Orbach in it and a bunch of actors people would recognize, Bob Balaban. Um, And so I was like, okay, I'm going to check this out. And so I... I put it on and it's it's almost three hours long. Yeah, I'm looking at this. I'm like 167 minutes. Yeah, uh, it's a it's kind of an epic crime movie. Think about like The Departed. He's like a cop who decides to work with some of these other guys to go after dirty cops who are working with criminals. Right. So he's wearing wires and, and doing all this stuff like this. And yeah. he's, he's like makes this deal where he won't go after any of the guys that he works with directly. Those like he wants to protect them. Those are his dudes. Yeah. Um, but of course, it's like this whole political machine once he's involved and like they're using him and they don't really give a shit about him. And like his life is basically ruined by this. It's really, really fucking good. <laughs> like really good. Uh I think it's an amazing classic like crime movie that I've never I never even fucking heard of it before. I'm sure there's people out there like yeah, of course you haven't seen yeah. Prince of the City, but I, I never I never knew about this movie and I thought it was like outstanding. Hmm. Like uh, I didn't rate it yet, but I think I'd give it like four and a half out of five. Kind so of thing. should I watch it <laughs> or would John John would probably really enjoy it? John would like it. I think you would like it, but you would yeah. I mean you'd be like oh damn. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I thought it was really excellent. Um, and then I watched Things to Do in Denver where you're, with, when you're dead. Sorry, Things to Do in Denver when you're dead, which I had seen before a couple of times back in the 90s when it came out. It's an Andy Garcia movie. It's a crime movie as well, kind of a gangster thing, but it has a really unique script. Um, they have sort of their own slang and language in it that you don't hear in other movies, like it was made up for this movie oh, kind okay. of thing. Uh, and it's like a quirky crime movie. Um, great cast. So Andy Garcia, he puts together a team of guys to do this job for Christopher Walken, who is like the big boss in yeah. this area. Andy Garcia is kind of out of the game. He's retired, but Christopher Walken's like, you got to do this for me. So he gets his old guys together, and it's Christopher Lloyd, William Forsyth for, that we've had like yeah, from awesome. Out for Justice. Yeah. Um, Bill Nunn, uh, Treat Williams is one of the guys. Uh, Treat Williams is a guy named Critical Bill. He's like an insane, he's like fucking insane and like he shouldn't even be on the job kind of thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so because of him, oh yeah, Steve Buscemi is in it as a hitman wow. uh, called Mr. Shh. <laughs> Mr. Shh. Um, he's like this crazy hitman who like just kills people like left and right easily. Uh, so he does this he does this job it gets fucked up because of critical bill right. Tree Williams character and then Christopher Walken is kind of like after all of them he's sending people to kill them all 
and Andy Garcia is trying to help them all get away safely and stuff. There's like a love angle story too, where he's into this girl, but like right. he's kind of kind of trying to get to disappear. Or he's going to get murdered. Uh, it's a fun movie. It, it's it, it's not like some classic movie, which is probably why you know you don't hear it brought up really a lot. Yeah, but well, it's a very weird title. It's a weird title, and it's got a weird, uh, unique script. And I, actually, it's a really fun movie. It's it's got its own flavor going on. So hmm. appreciate that about it. Uh, last thing I'll mention, I did a double feature, slasher double feature, of Night Screams and Death Screams. <laughs> These movies are not connected. <laughs> I just decided oh, I okay. would. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, it sounds like they should go together. It's like these two schlocky things <laughs> should go together. So yeah, Night Screams is from 1987. Uh, this just recently got a Blu-ray. Um, I can't remember who put it out. Maybe Vinegar Syndrome. Uh, I just watched it on fucking YouTube because <laughs> oh, I yeah. couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, it it is a movie that should be on on Tubi, and maybe it will be now that it's got a Blu-ray release. Um, is this is a bad movie? <laughs> 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 like even for a slasher thing like this. Okay. Uh, there's like large chunks of the movie where the characters just sit around watching a different, an actual slasher movie on TV, like the movie Graduation Day. There's like parts of the movie where they're just sitting there watching it <laughs> unfold. Weird. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, did they have the right to do that? Or like, did they just fucking do that because no one would stop them back then? When Is they it made like, this? oh, we wanted to do this, but we couldn't. I think so. it's just like a time filler to try to like pad the length of the movie. Like, oh, okay, I let's see. just have them watch this movie for a few minutes. And then later there's like two characters that are like watching a porno movie for like five minutes or something <laughs> like that. Okay. And you're like, okay, they're just like filling some time here. You got to make this movie feature length. Uh, right. Still only 84 minutes, so <laughs> uh, that one was pretty pretty bad. It's just a regional. What's considered feature length? Uh, well, you, you, people used to always say 90, but I don't know. You see, sometimes you see movies that are like 70 something or 80 something. So mm. uh, it can't be only an hour. I think it has to be longer than that. But I mean, a 90 minute movie is now like you know an hour and a half. Or it's no, it's uh, yeah, it's an hour yeah. and a half. But like a not an hour and a half movie is now like two hours with all the commercials and shit. Well, yeah, and if you go, even if you go to the movie theater, you got to watch like yeah. eighteen ads and you know six trailers. Yeah, exactly. So many ads that they start repeating. Oh yeah. Ugh. Or sometimes they do. Um, they faked me out a couple times where I've been recently, where it's like, okay, we're done the ads. Here's the trailers. Oh, here's another ad after the couple of the trailers. And like, oh, you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and you wonder why no one's coming to these goddamn movies anymore. Oh, I know, right? Oh, plus, I, listen, listen to me, bitch. I brought a, a popcorn and a pop last time I was there. Just a, a small popcorn. I, I think I got a big pop because it would last me the whole movie. Yeah. Fucking $20. 20 God damn it. Goddamn dollars? <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Death Screams, the second half of this double feature. Also not very good. <laughs> a little better than Night Screams. Okay. Uh, this one's from 82. I mean, it's very standard stuff. People are in a town. This guy is attacking them with a machete. There's not a lot to it. Um, this one had at least some funnier kind of character moments and stuff like that. Not really actors that you would recognize and stuff. In is it better movies. than that Christopher Robin or Winnie the Pooh? Winnie yes, the Pooh. I would say it's better than Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> not by a ton, probably, but. No. Maybe just because it's because I heard just that was 80s. horrible. Oh yeah, that was pretty bad. But yeah, that's what uh, that's what I've been watching. So 
Well, let's get into... Yeah, those are both destroys, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Destroys. Uh, and you had to actively find I them. I had to find these movies. They're not on Hunt TV. them down. Yeah. No. Why? <laughs> I'm perverse like that. I have this thing where I feel like I need to see every sla- 80 slasher movie that ever got made. So Okay. okay that's Checked your, off the list. That's your, your life sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Sisu. Roll that trailer. He was a Finnish commander. He lost his home and his family in the war. He became a one-man death squad. He's one mean motherfucker that you do not want to mess with. Fire! You'll see what happens when you take everything from him. that he's immortal. No, he just refuses to die. How many minds did we bury here? All of them. You and you. This is not about who's the strongest. This is about not giving up. We have a word for that in Finland. We might have a problem. All right, so Sisu, officially a 2022 movie, although I don't think most people could see it until this year. Yeah, it was in theaters, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it had a, a, a limited theatrical release. And I don't know, like when it. I guess it was probably released in Finland earlier, because it's a Finnish movie. I remember watching the trailer when we went to go see John Wick. Yeah, I saw the trailer around a bit, and it did have a short run. I think like really short. Um, Okay. And maybe only certain cities, you know, certain markets. But I think it did have some kind of, you know, it had a festival release or whatever earlier. Right. Uh, Directed by Yalmari Helander. Forgive me if I got that wrong. Okay. Um, now, this guy directed Rare uh, Rare Exports, which we did on the show for Christmas a oh, few years yeah. back. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. With all the Santa dicks. With all the naked Santas. <laughs> yeah. Or the elves, I guess. Or the elves, yeah. Um, <laughs> people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, and starring uh, Yorma Tomila, Axel Henny, Jack Doolin, Mimosa Willamo, among others. Uh, mostly Finnish cast, I think. Right. So yeah, uh, deep in the wilderness of Lapland, a Tommy Corpy is searching for gold, but after he stumbles upon Nazi patrols, a breathtaking and gold-hungry chase through the destroyed and mined Lapland wilderness begins. Yeah. So, here we are. So, <laughs> I love this movie because, um, I, so, from watching the trailer... When I saw the trailer, when we went to go see John Wick, that was the first time I ever saw the trailer, I think. And I loved it because the trailer, it you know what it is. It's mm-hmm. just a very simple. Super direct. Yeah. Like, yeah, very simple, not a lot of talking, visual, gory movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what I got from yeah. it, right? Yeah. And, I mean, it definitely delivered on that. For sure. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's a meat and potatoes movie, right? Yeah, like totally. There's not a lot of frills. You know what you're getting, and they deliver on what the what they're trying to do here. Yeah, and I think it's amazing. Uh, like I love watching these kinds of movies because it's a popcorn movie. It's a mindless movie. You can just watch it. You know, I don't have to think. I can just yeah. It's not drawn out. It's, no, it's a, it's a tight well tight ninety one minutes. Yeah. Um, and you know, like yeah, the plot is very basic. It's like it, it, okay, so I see I keep seeing this movie get compared to John Wick, and like that's partly because their own fault because their own advertising is like from the studio that brought you John Wick. I don't think it, that's I don't a think fair it's very compar- no. comparison at all. I though. think the one similarity is this when you think about the first John Wick and this movie is that they're very simple, direct, straightforward movies about one man fucking people up <laughs> you know that's and that's the similarity and that's it in terms of like the types of action that's going on it's not the same kind of movie um okay but then you might as well compare it to commando sure yeah like yeah the people that For compare sure. it to john wick it's just a mark it's a marketing thing right but i just I keep think seeing it's people's reviews that are like oh yeah it's like john wick and i'm like I don't, it's not really like john wick i i saw a review where they gave it like one star or something they're like it's just like John Wick. They even have a dog. Like, give <laughs> they me a, even have a dog. Give me a break. It's like, well, fuck for one thing, you. the dog dies at the beginning yeah. of John Wick. <laughs> like, fuck you. So what? You have a dog you in a movie. Can't ever have a dog again. Like <laughs> these people, I, I just, I have a hard time. Yeah, okay? no, yeah. Like, I read some reviews too where I was like, I don't know. I was like, well, what were you thinking you were gonna get out of this? They're just like, oh, mindless action stupid thing i'm like what the fuck did you think this was like i don't understand what it's people no transformers I don't understand i'll tell you the that much. yeah <laughs> it's not transformers i don't understand the expectations that people are putting on this like like you said you saw the trailer you knew what it was yeah and that's what it was like i don't know maybe these people don't pay attention when they watch movies or maybe they haven't watched enough movies i feel like the one thing about this podcast is we've watched so many action movies not only uh, I watch action movies outside of the this podcast, but like I've watched so many and talked about them all mm-hmm. that it's like okay, I I kind of know what an action movie is. Yeah, I know what to expect, and you get different variations of an action movie. So it's like, oh, it's this kind of action movie. Right. Okay, yeah. I can appreciate when it's this kind of action movie. I can appreciate when it's uh, you know an action movie where they just like try to throw in a love interest for no fucking reason. And then it just kind of messes things up and messes up that, Mm -hmm. you know? So like, this is very simple. Like that's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no, no extra baggage here. So the story is we, we meet this guy, uh, Atami. Uh, I don't know how they said it exactly, but hopefully that's ballpark. Sisu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll just call him Sisu. <laughs> well, Sisu, they give you this explanation of what that means at the beginning of the movie, where it's like a Finnish word that doesn't have a direct translation in English, but basically it means like a fierce will in the face of adversity kind of thing, like something like that. Yeah, it, it's it's like they're not um, immortal. They're just like uh, they refuse to die. They right? refuse like, to die, right? They, it's just the will to not die, yeah, basically. Yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. 
which we definitely see him <laughs> like that. Well, he does things where I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is he doing? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, this is a myth. Yeah. Sure. He lives up to the myth. Exactly. He's like, it's like a fable, right? Yeah. Um, so we see him at the beginning. He's, we, we get this explanation. The Nazis are sort of retreating across this part of Finland yep. back because the war is almost over and they are losing and whatever. He is out there in the middle of nowhere fucking digging for gold. And he comes across a fucking vein. He's all stoked. He's taking it back now to to get it cashed in or whatever. And he runs into these Nazi patrols. Um, and the first group that he passes, they just let him go by kind of thing because they're like, ah, oh, fuck it. He's going to die going that way anyway because yeah. they've been laying mines behind them as they come back and all this stuff. Right. Uh and so they, but then the second group he runs into, they they start fucking with him right away, and so yeah. uh, that's where everything kicks off. Uh, this guy Yorma Tomila, he's fucking awesome in this he's, role. He's awesome, yeah. He's he doesn't he says almost nothing in the entire movie. I think like we said, he doesn't actually talk until like the very last scene of the movie. I think. Yeah, in the bank. Yeah, and he just even then he only says a few words. Yeah. But, but which is perfect. That that's yeah. what the character should be. He conveys a lot oh, yeah. um, without having to say anything, right? And it's the kind of movie and the way that it's written and the way that it's directed where we don't need this guy to be fucking, you know, saying a bunch of shit, the dialogue. There's no one for him to talk to anyway, right? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's he going to talk to the Germans? Yeah. <laughs> so they start fucking with him. They find his gold and then shit pops off. He, he kills that first guy with a fucking knife through the skull like yeah behind his eyes like out the other side yeah <laughs> uh and that's it that just goes nuts right like he's using guys as shield human shields and just fucking them up with tools and weapons he gets his guns and and uh we learn like oh this guy is like fucking lethal he's this old man who's fucking brutal and never for a second did i question like that this guy could do this like oh yeah yeah, he's old, but like you, you're like yeah, but he looks fucking deadly. He just owns it. He's just like I'm gonna kill you. That's it. There's no question. <laughs> he has no remorse. There's nothing. He's just kill. Yeah, and at first we're like, why? Like, how is he so fucking crazy as a killer? But later it's revealed, like the Nazis, they call in about yeah, this they guy. radio someone and they're like, uh, this guy, his family died. And then he was like drafted into the military or something like that. Well, I forget. Yeah, it was the Russians during the previous war. Russians had killed his family. And so then he went into the military and he killed like literally hundreds of Russians. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm thinking he's loosely based on there was this Finnish guy called the, the White Death who uh, was a, he was like a sniper, though, and he would hide in the trees and he would snipe Russians and he and he apparently killed like over 200 Russians by himself this guy. Wow. And he just would be in this spot just like sniping people. Um so but, I think he's loosely based on that. And but. the and the story is supposed to go like they they say yeah, he joined the military, he started killing people. Um they the army tried to reprimand him and they couldn't control him so right. they just gave up. Yeah, and just let him go and off. Just and just let slaughter. him go off by himself. <laughs> yeah. And kill Germans or whoever in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Russians, Russians originally, but in this Russians, case, it's yeah. Germans, yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> sure. Um, 
Yeah, so then we learned that and like, okay, so, and it was this, this whole mythos around him. And that, I guess that is the other thing that people probably compare to John Wick, because John Wick is the Baba Yaga. And this guy has a name because he is like a myth of, you can't kill him. He's, you know, he's immortal. He, was that what they call him? The immortal one or some shit like that? Yeah. Um, and he, every, you know, he just somehow he keeps living through all these situations. And we see that unfold in this movie as he's fighting these Nazis. Like, you keep thinking there's no way for him to get out of this. Uh, and then and he somehow finds a way. He just, like, fucking... Well, he gets pretty creative with how he gets out of things, like lighting himself on fire. Yeah. Yeah. One Why? He lights himself on fire to save himself at one point. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> Which I get. Like, it would totally work. I mean, it confused the hell out of the Germans. Yeah, like, they're like, what, what the fuck? The and then he fuck? jumps off the dock into a lake or whatever. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Hey, whatever. But I do like that scene where, so he comes across those Germans that the car is broken down. They start fucking with them. They find the gold. He starts killing them all. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the first group of Germans has already passed and hears all the gunshots. Yeah, they hear all the gunfire behind them. What's going on? So then they turn around, come back, find them all dead, and then they catch up with him. And then, uh, yeah, they're oh, gonna, then he goes into the land in the landfield. Yeah, field. he went into yeah. the the minefield. The minefield, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they come upon him at that moment, and they're like, they think they're gonna kill him, and just as they're about to shoot at him because they're all lined up with their guns, he like throws his he throws like a helmet or he throws a rock. He, he throws he picks up a rock and he throws a rock onto the mine in front, so it blows up and creates a huge like dust cloud, so they can't see him in it. Uh, and then they all just start firing, and he's using like his miner's like pan, his like big metal pan as a shield. His Captain Finland shield, <laughs> right? Yeah, Captain <laughs> Finland. Uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. I forgot he had the dog with him, and he sent he had sent the dog off when those guys started fucking with him. Yeah, uh, the dog comes kind of in and out as we go. But yeah, so the the Nazi leader guy is this guy Axel Henny playing this part as Bruno, and he's pretty awesome actually. I thought as the yeah. as the leader. Yeah, um, he is awesome. And then sort of the right-hand man is played by Jack Doolin. I thought they were both pretty good. They played really well off each other. Yeah, because they had like different sort of personalities. Like the one guy was under him, but he was you could tell he kind of like was a bit bit questioning of his idea, his orders yeah. and stuff. Um, but like we're saying, like it's not like there's a ton here, but there's just enough in these performances, just enough in the writing to be like, you know, you're getting an impression of who the characters are without going into some sort of yeah in-depth analysis of them or anything. And it just is, it's all you need. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, so he's got that, he blows those minds up. They're firing at him through the, he like gets back the, the Nazi guy, the leader, he sends two soldiers like you and you like, go ahead, like march ahead in the mines. Oh, cause he asks him, he's like, how many mines did we lay? And he's like, all, all of them. them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and those guys don't make it very far. They, they blow up. I like when he throws the one mine and it hits the guy in the head. Yeah, right, yeah. Blows him up. <laughs> He's standing there like they're trying to look through the cloud of dust and like yeah. this mine comes flying out and hits him right in the head. <laughs> so I think then they, uh, we learn that they're with them. They have like five women. Oh, yeah. So when he first passes that first group, there's a truck. We see that there's a truck full of captive women, mm-hmm. and the the right hand man guy is getting out of the truck and like zipping up his pants, like 
where right. he's been in there like raping one of them or whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, these women actually end up factoring into the movie quite a bit as it goes along. Uh, yeah, in in a pretty cool way, <laughs> I thought. Yeah, but um, they use two of them to to walk through the right after the first soldiers blow up they're like okay now you guys go ahead and start looking yeah for him uh he makes it to he makes it to like a burned out like old gas station and then while he's there a nazi plane lands to try to refuel um and that part was pretty awesome i thought where he's like uh Oh, this is after they found him there. Sorry. Yeah, I'm getting yeah, this screwed is, up a little bit. This is like towards the end. Well, they find him in that place and they they kind of catch up to him. This is after a bunch of shit. He's, he's, he does the part where he lit himself on fire, goes in the lake. They, they send the guys out on a boat to get him and he's like... <laughs> He kill he slashes their throats when they dive down to find him, so and then he breathes. breathes through their neck holes to take. The I air. mean, I love that. That was a nice <laughs> touch for sure. Yeah, that was great. I was like, "How does he stay underwater for so long?" I mean, like I know you can, you can if you've trained at it, you can hold your breath for a few minutes at least. Well, and I believe he trained at it. I definitely believe it, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. But it was one of those things like, how is he going to live through this? And then he finds these ways to like, yeah, breathe through, take the oxygen out of a guy's lungs, uh, out of the hole you've slashed in his throat. Uh, and he does that with a couple guys. And then he manages to make it across the lake to the other side. Um, and there, the guy, one of them guys like, fuck this. And he gets on the back of the tank and he's like, fires the huge, like, I don't know, 50 caliber machine gun or yeah, whatever right. into the woods. But he's meanwhile popped one of the dead soldiers on his back and he's like running and that guy's the one taking all the (laughs) all the bullets and stuff Uh, i think even at this point so he's on the other side of the lake or river and uh i think the right hand man is like let's just like go like yeah and in fact they get orders like leave him yeah and you're lucky you've only lost you know 12 guys so far (laughs) leave him and like come back those the orders and they're like fuck that but like, this is where the the leader of the german group is like no like he knows that the war is ending he yeah, needs he wants that gold he wants that gold cuz he needs it after the war ends mm-hmm. so yeah that's why he's like no we're going to go get me a boat we're going across and so then when they go across that's when he catches they catch up with him at the gas station yeah they catch up with him at that gas station they hang him and it's like, you're like, okay, well, how is he fucking going to live through this? Right. Uh, and he manages to, like, sort of, after they leave, he, like, lurches over in a way that his he sticks his leg, which has, already has a bullet hole in it from yeah. being shot by them. <laughs> he has a wound in his There's leg. There's, like, a piece of rebar or, or, or a, a giant like a nail, nail or something sticking out. And he sticks it on his bullet hole <laughs> so that it holds him up <laughs> so that he doesn't choke. I'm like... <laughs> okay, so first of all, when when they strung him up, I'm like, I'm like, okay, he would probably die. But then I was like, well, they kind of pulled him up there. They didn't snap his neck. No, they didn't snap his neck. And this guy's like psycho enough mm-hmm, yeah. that he can, in this situation, be extremely calm. 
Mm-hmm. So he probably is like, this is my rationale. <laughs> He's probably calmed himself down and has like very shallow breathing. Sure, sure. Right? Whatever it takes. <laughs> and that's how he's able to do it? I don't know. He's just a fucking, he's immortal. You can't kill this fucking guy. So I guess if you just like use your mind and you're like, I'm not going to die, then it just works, I guess. Absolutely. I would try it sometime. <laughs> See how it works out. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to try that. <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't know. This part's pretty gnarly. That fucking, the idea of like sticking your wounded leg on that thing to hold yourself up. Yeah. When I saw that, I'm like, this is, this is brilliant, actually. <laughs> like, this is genius. And I mean, hey, if Die Hard has taught me anything, it's that you can hang a guy by a chain and he can still live till like oh, yeah. 30 minutes later. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so then, yeah, the pl- that's when the plane comes down, the Nazi plane to refuel. And it like, it shakes him loose kind of off the fucking thing. It like colla- it like, breaks and he falls yeah. down. Uh, and then one guy comes over and is like, hey, there's got a, a, a guy alive over here. Uh, you know, and the meanwhile, the other guy's looking for gas. And, like Everything's all burned up and he's looking for any fuel for their plane. And of course, he's up, he gets up and kills that guy. You hear the guy, he's like, hey, yeah, he, the one guy can't see what's going on. So he's, right. like, he's like, oh, yeah, shoot him and the, shoot the dog, too. And then, of course, he gets up and manages to get the gun and kill the guy and so the guy only hears the shot and he's like and the dog is like barking and barking he's like i said kill the dog too yeah <laughs> uh but of course he doesn't realize that it is of course he didn't and then he uses the pilot to fly the plane yeah now i'm like if you're gonna go for it just make it that he can fly the plane yeah, well, does it actually show that? it? it the guy is in the cockpit, I guess, so he must have killed him, right? Because he, later on, he lands the plane in the middle of the road. In the middle of the road. That the Nazi guys are headed back on. This is after they've hung him and stolen his gold. With the rope on his neck. Yeah, yeah. Right, because he blocks the road. Then when they the Germans get there, they go, look... And then the one guy sees the yeah, rope. He's like, like, that's my rope. That's my rope. That we hung the guy, the guy with. <laughs> he's like freaking out. <laughs> At this point, they're really starting to believe. Like, Yeah. The, oh, the yeah. A hundred percent. And he gets, he, this, he gets himself on the truck. And uh, he gets on the truck that has the women in it that are captured. And we get a bit of an Indiana Jones sequence there where he kills the guy that's driving the truck and replaces right. him. He gets the woman to keep the one woman who's played by the, um, sorry, Mimosa Willamo, gets her to sort of take over driving. Uh, and there's an awesome part there where they pull alongside the other Nazi truck that's like got all the soldiers sitting in the back. Yeah. And they like, they look over and they see her driving. They're like, what the fuck? And then they like pull down the canvas and then all the women have machine guns and they just fucking unload on these dudes. <laughs> I thought that was pretty sweet. Um, uh, yeah, this is, I mean, we're getting like, we're, we're going through this quickly because it is a quick movie. It's, a quick like, movie. it's, it's pr- so propulsive. It's one thing to the next thing to the next. Like there's no real slowdown moments. There's no like, okay, let's do some real story beats here and, have some drama like there's you know there's like some moments where it's like okay he stops to like patch himself up kind of thing but there's nothing like where we're getting bogged down in any real story stuff at all yeah um and so he's making his way up sort of the through the caravan and he gets to the tank um 
and like the one guy's like, I think everyone's dead. They're like, I think everyone out there is dead except us. Um, how does he get them to? Oh, he starts banging. He starts using his pickaxe to try to to try to get to through. try to open the top of the the tank. And so they send he sends up the right hand man guy to to kill him. Um, and they have a pretty decent fight actually. And they fall off the tank, and they're they're and fighting in the dirt. I think they then he leaves. Him he lets him live, yeah. For the the women, for the women to come up behind. But first, those other two soldiers are like they're like the the tail end of the of the oh, sort of parade, yeah, and they the come motorcycle. up on the motorcycle, <laughs> and he, they have machine guns and stuff, and he's just standing there with I think only his pickaxe or whatever. And you think, oh, they're gonna are they gonna try to shoot him, and he's gonna have to try to rush them somehow, or throw his weapon, or no, they like drop their guns and run away because <laughs> at this point they're like, I mean, they fully believe yeah, at this point they're totally like, fuck this, we're out of here. Um, and so then yeah, he leaves the one guy, and you're like, oh, he's letting that guy live. Um, and then you, but yeah, the women come up behind, and there's like this slow motion shot yeah. of them all like walking up <laughs> with the guns and stuff. So, and, you know, he had been the one that we saw getting out of the back of the truck at right. the beginning. So, yeah. you know, where that part's left to our imagination of how they uh, dispatch him. But yeah, I imagine it wasn't pretty. <laughs> uh, well, I think at the end, don't they have him kind of uh, tied up on? Oh, yeah. On the tank. On the they tank. take the tank. Yeah. yeah. They take the tank. Um, meanwhile, our Sisu, as we're calling yeah, him. Sisu. <laughs> he, he makes it back to the tank. Uh, oh, does he take the motorcycle to catch up or something? And then... Uh, yeah, he uses the motorcycle to catch up, but they're already on the plane. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They, right. They've gotten... So the head the guy kills the, uh, the other soldier. That's yeah, and he meets up with his commanding officer or something, or a guy even higher up ranking yeah. than him. Yeah. Um, and so they're on a plane. Just the two of them are getting on the plane, and they're going to fuck off. And then so he, he uses the pickaxe to get onto the plane. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's a, it's like you're playing chicken, like he's in the motorcycle. Yeah. He fires a bunch of rounds into the cockpit as he's racing towards them, and he hits the pilot, uh, but the guy's still alive. He's just fucked up. Yeah. And then, yeah, they're like, oh, okay, well, I see the motorcycle down there still. Like, they can see it driving away, but of course... It's just empty because he's on the bottom of the plane with his pickaxe, like, dug in. Uh, I was like, this is great. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty great. <laughs> it's a Mission Impossible style kind of stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, know? totally. And then so then they have an epic fight on the plane. Yeah, and, and, and then Bruno is actually fucking him up pretty good. Yeah. I mean, at this point of the movie, he's been through so much shit. Oh, yeah. He's taken, like, a lot of fucking wounds, and he's been shot, but he's been stabbed. What he hasn't taken yet is a plane crash. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. this was a little much for me. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, ugh. as soon as he, like, started positioning himself to, like, brace for landing, I'm like, <laughs> and the way the plane hits the ground, yeah, it's like, like... It's like a fucking missile. It's like nose I'm first. Like, There's fucking no way <laughs> this guy's going to survive. But sure enough, he survives. Um, but yeah, their fight was pretty good. And then he like tricks him. He's got him... He's got that like... Bruno has been using these like sort of hanging straps in inside the plane that you can slide along like a, oh, yeah. a, a track or whatever. He's been using it to whip him and stuff in the right. fight. And then he's got it like wrapped around his hand as he's been using it as a weapon and so then he pulls out this like trapdoor thing under the bottom of the plane oh with the bomb yeah with the bomb that he drops a bomb and it blows up 
and, and Bruno falls and he's just like, fuck you. He like gives him the <laughs> finger as he's falling <laughs> down. Uh, and he falls awesome. like into the explosion or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so the plane crash knows first because at that point the pilot has died that he shot before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's still fucking alive. <laughs> Can't kill this guy, James. Whatever. I mean, the Come plane on. crashes. He crawls out of the plane crash. Yeah. And we see the women on the tank pull up like to the to the finish like where there's yeah, some the soldiers army. yeah and they're like what what do you how'd you get this tank or whatever <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you get it she's like we got it from the nazis <laughs> and then he goes to the bank and he goes uh, to the bank and has he all his gold. slams his gold down and he's like large bills please or something like that now i would have ended it differently mm. so what i would but you know i'm a sick bastard what i would have done is he goes to the bank he plops all his gold down and then they're examining it and they're like this is fool's gold (laughs) you are sick and then he just turns around and then it's just a shot of him back in the (laughs) field (laughs) that's not a bad alternative that's what i would have (laughs) done and so all that was like for nothing (laughs) yeah exactly yeah you're sick (laughs) I thought that would have been a great ending. I mean, that would be a that'd be a good ending if it was like a Tales from the Crypt episode where it's like, you, yeah, you get fucked over all the time. Yeah, or exactly. Something. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just fucking straightforward, direct. The violence is fucking brutal. Yeah, the violence I mean, is great. It's all like CG blood yeah. and stuff, but it's good. Like it's it's well enough done well enough that it's not. Like, it's actually really good for CG. Yeah. Blood. And one thing about this movie is that it looks really fucking good. Like the cinematography, it's first of all, you have beautiful landscapes that yeah. they're in. Yeah. Barren, like isolated place. But the mud and everything, like it feels Yeah, it's gross and yeah, gritty. You can feel it. Um but it just is shot really well. Like the one thing about a lot of new movies, especially, you know, not just now in a digital age, but like Street. We've talked a lot about streaming movies and how they all have a, some, a certain look to them. They're kind of just like, bleh. <laughs> like, I, eh. I'm pretty sure this movie, it has, there's a lot of wide shots mm-hmm. and it doesn't cut quickly to things. So it yeah. stays like whatever's happening in the frame, you see everything that's happening. It's not quickly cutting between this person looking at this other person. Right. Like, right? I think so. that's true. Yeah. Uh, I think it's that too. And, but then also just whoever shot it, I didn't look up who, who was the cinematographer or anything, but they did a f- great fucking job. Yeah. Like it's a beautiful looking movie, which you didn't necessarily need for this movie, but it's very like, I don't know. I found it very sumptuous for the eyes to look at, which is funny because it's just such a basic guy fucks up Nazis yeah. movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It stood out to me just because so many recent movies don't really look great. Well, no. to me, it it reminds me of, I don't know if you remember or ever watched uh, Departures. It was a travel show and this was like i don't know like mid 2000s like 2006 2007 it was a travel show with two guys and they traveled the world and it it's called departures but the cinematographer on that was mm. just like amazing yeah and it was just beautiful long shots widescreen of right. yeah. of 
you get the, everywhere. You get the real feel of like the, the yeah so whether they're in like a crowded market or they were like in the mountains or in the forest you got like a wide shot of everything mm-hmm. and that's what it felt like it almost felt like it's a like national national yeah, yeah. geographic like, right, like shot right but there's just all this violent shit going on <laughs> yeah yeah no right? that's that's true actually and i think what you're saying is really true because of the wide shots i mean this terrain really lends itself to these wide shots yeah. because it's just like you know it's just rock and and dirt and it, it looks nice but in in a very like austere like isolated there's nothing out here kind of way yeah um and yeah, they really capture that with those wide shots because it's like just expansive of nobody's living out here. There's nothing out here. There's nothing out here. Yeah. And they don't even go through any towns or anything. But they, the only thing is that burned out gas station that they come across. Well, well there is that shot where he's looking at the town. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. all burnt. Right. That was burned out. Right. Because the Nazis like burned it out as they were coming back through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those were the only little story moments we got. Like there, he did, he had a couple little flashback sort of shots there where he was, th- you know, remembering his family and stuff like that. Yeah. When he's seeing the burned out town. And so it's like the same similar situation kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing that like slows it down. I didn't think at all. No, no. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have much more to say, really. Yeah, I mean, if you've listened to this and for some reason you didn't watch it first, I mean, that was a mistake because we just spoiled the whole fucking thing for you. <laughs> but, uh, but you should watch it. Like, it's really fun. It's to the point. It doesn't fuck around. Yeah. It goes for the guts. <laughs> and yeah, definitely gets them. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what this guy does next. This director, um, those rare exports. Uh, that was a movie that I didn't love when we did it. And I think it was a thing where I had watched it really late at night for the podcast and I kept falling asleep. And so then I, I kept having to like rewind it. What did I miss over the last 10 minutes kind of thing? And so right. it was just like not optimal conditions. I feel like I should probably rewatch that at some point. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'm curious what he's going to do next. Yeah. Uh, this was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, I couldn't ask for more from this kind of thing, I don't no. think. So. No, I think it delivered on the trailer. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, um, well, let's rate it then. Yeah. So, my overall reaction is a 7, um, and then my overall score is a 6.6. 6. Uh, so, yeah, so my overall reaction is a 7, and my overall score ends up also being a 7. I, I just upped my pacing to a 9 because... This fucking thing goes. It is, it is really quick. It goes. That is true. Um, I had quotes and tropes as the weakest element here because... Yeah. Uh, tropes tropes are fine, but there's like nothing really memorable that you're going to remember as dialogue in this movie or yeah. anything. So. True enough. But yeah, so a seven for me. Uh, where does that put it on the so list So that's here? A overall 6.8. So that's going to be a tie at number 75 with Django, Five Deadly Venoms, The Raid 2, Free Fire, and VFW. Okay, okay. Um, I would probably put this ahead of Free Fire if I... Uh-huh. Thinking about it, I like Free Fire. That's a fun movie. That's a fun movie. It's a different... It's a di- very, well, different very different style. Different. Um, one location kind of movie. Yeah. But... 
maybe this is just because it's most I've seen this more recently, but I had a lot of fun with this and you don't you don't have to invest a lot into this to enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. Like to me it could go anywhere between, you know, uh, free fire VFW like cuz VFW is is a fun movie. Yeah, VFW is fun too. I think this is a much better made movie oh, yeah. than VFW though. But yeah, I mean, I would agree. So, new number 78. 78 with a bullet. <laughs> 78 with a bullet. With Top a lot, 100. With a lot of bullets. That's not a that's not too shabby. It's it's among some good company there. Yeah. But yeah, is it an all-time banger? Is it as good as John Wick? No, I don't think it's it, people I, I again, I'm going I'm I'm doing this. I'm going back to the John Wick just cuz I've keep hearing these comparisons, but Right. Um no, is it a movie that you're gonna have a lot? No, of, it, no. But is it a movie you're gonna have a lot of fun with? And like you said, a popcorn movie that you sit down and have a good time, and it, and it's it's over quickly. You're not, you know, you haven't spent a ton of time getting into it. You haven't been bored. You haven't you've you've been excited through the whole thing. You're gonna have a good time. Yeah, I mean, I you're not gonna watch this movie and be like, man, that was a waste of time. Yeah, I wish I had that time back, or. Oh wow! Yeah, the trailer made it look so good, but it sucked. No, it's exactly what the trailer says. It yes. Is. Yeah. So, and it's not one of those like, oh, the trailer gave away the movie, <laughs> you know. But it's also a movie I feel like is super rewatchable. Like, oh, it is down the road. You see this on cable? Yeah, I'm gonna fucking stop and watch it. Like, <laughs> it, to me, it's one of those movies that, like, in a couple years, you could watch it. Or it could come across you and you'd be like, I totally forgot about this movie. And then watch it again and be like, yeah, this movie's good. Yeah, this movie's fun, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's like that kind of movie. Yeah, it just so. fits perfectly there. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to our Patreon supporters. Uh, we should shout out our new Patreon supporter, Tyler Young. Thanks a lot, man, for jumping in. Uh, we'll have you pick us a movie to watch soon. I think I heard a little rumor about a movie called Skyscraper with Anna Nicole Smith. Uh, but thanks to everyone for the support. Uh, you can find us, don't bother with Facebook, but we're on Instagram, Action Action Podcast. Our list lives on Letterboxd, Action Action. And check us out on Patreon uh, if you also would like to get in there and have us review a movie that we haven't covered yet. All right, thanks a lot, Poe. <laughs> thanks a lot, Poe. <laughs> thanks a lot, people. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>